Mulligan, and welcome to Mondays with Mike and Mary. Hi, everyone. It must be Monday. Because I'm Mike. And I'm Mary. At least I always have been. So glad you are with us. Yeah. <laughs> this is our chance to reflect back on our recent coaching calls and pick some highlights for you, some parade of techniques, some Ask the Experts, and you know, I really had a tough time doing my selection this week. You you say that like almost every week. Yeah. I had so many good things to pick from. <laughs> Oh my gosh, they were what great calls we had yeah. this week. I had a hard time too. As usual, we had good calls. It's the end of August. It's the beginning of September. And uh I think that's always a good time to renew and refresh and remind and get back to it, you know? I mean, for most places that most states, the kids have been back in school now for a bit. And so we recommitted, right, like a couple weeks ago, but now the rubber meets the road. Yeah, so. it's a calendar thing, that it Labor is. Day weekend thing. It is. Let's get this on the road. It's prime time. Yeah. Love it. Did you get a parade of techniques that you want to share with us? Yeah, I'm so proud of I've got a student. This is her first semester of R-squared, and I'm just so proud of her. She's She already was a producer before she met us, but... Um, she came to the call with a great parade of techniques this week, and here's what it is. She had a listing that was due to expire, and she's been pretty frustrated because she's in a good market. They're, they've already moved to the next house. Obviously, they're going to sell, but here this listing is going to expire. And here's what I love about this parade of techniques. What do most agents do? the day before or two days before our listing expires. They Hide put, under the desk. They put their, I was going to say, <laughs> they put their head in the sand. Yeah, <laughs> same thing. They wait until it is expired. They go over in the middle of the night and sneak their <laughs> sign out of the yard or take the lockbox. We have a problem. I mean, who wants to confront a person who is not satisfied with your service, right? Because obviously something went wrong somewhere along the way. Well, anyway, our students said, I'm I'm going to go after this listing. I'm going to go over there and sit down and meet with them. And the reason I chose this is because some of you listening need to go sit down and or make a decision that from now on, I'm going to go over there and sit down and meet with them. And what she started with face is... To face. What would you have done differently knowing we are now at the end of the listing period and the house didn't sell? If we could go back, what would you have done differently? And and she said, you know, I knew that they were going to still move. They, they're, I mean, still sell the house. They're already out of the house. Oh. So you know what's going to happen. They're going to list with someone else at the price I told them to begin with, do yeah. all the things I told them to do to begin with, and I am not going to get paid. And that's just not right. So anyway, she got them to admit that uh, of all the things that they would have done differently, and they ended up relisting with her and she's protected that commission. By the way, I think yesterday they were, you know, at second showing or something. So it's already happening. But anyway, it's sort of like, man up, get over there and protect your commission. If you did that, if you committed right now to doing that every single time for the next 12 months, how much extra cash would you bring home to your family? You know, quit hiding under the desk, quit burying your head in the sand, go over there and defend your commission. I bet there are people listening, thinking, I wish I had a listing that went six months. Well, okay. Yeah, yeah there is that too. Guess what? It's coming back. Everything shifts. 
Everything goes in cycles. Nothing lasts. You know that. You well, know and sometimes that. it's just one darn listing and you're yeah. so fed up because you've told them over and over. The market's great. And sometimes it's just one darn listing. So fed up. Go get yeah. it. That's when FedEx and UPS combined. They were called fed up. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's your parade of techniques? Here? Well, this parade of techniques will only work if you prospect. Oh, well, then let's just skip over this part. And have a phone and can actually write and know how to buy stamps and envelopes. Oh, I can't wait to hear it because you don't know what my Ask the Experts question is yet, but it has something to do with stamps and envelopes. Yep. Well, here's the uh, parade of techniques. Quote, every time I have a positive conversation, I write that person a thank you note. We have a student doing that? Yeah. Ooh. And not only write the thank you note, now they also put it in an envelope and address <laughs> it and stamp it and it's, send it. It's kind of a pain in the neck. you got to look up the address. But they put that person into a phone follow-up system. Okay. So that they don't just send the thank you note, they also follow up with the phone call a week or two later, even if they don't do business with them. Now, this particular uh, person in coaching happens to be working an expired campaign. Okay. So even if the, the, the prospect doesn't say, yeah, come on over, we'll relist with you. If it's a positive phone conversation, send them a thank you note, continue to follow up, and guess what? Good stuff happens. Yeah. Because most of them haven't relisted. Most of them haven't made a decision. Most of them haven't moved forward. But they remember the note and they remember the conversation. And guess who's the only one who's following up? Oh, yeah, that's good. That's an easy yeah. question to answer. It's follow-up. That's what it's about. I thought that was a great tip. I love it. And yeah. right on the heels of that tip. You haven't asked the experts? Comes my Ask the Experts okay. question. All right. So I have a student who's been in the real estate business for quite some time has a list of people that she sold houses to, so they're past clients, but she has not followed up. So she came to the call saying, all right, I'm going to follow up, and here's my plan. I'm going to handwrite a note to everybody who I've sold houses to, you know, 14 years ago, whatever, and I haven't talked to them in years and years. So what should my note say? So what should I write in my note? Okay. This should be interesting. Yeah. It was really a great, it was a great thing that happened. Yeah. The first person said, what are you talking about writing a note? Make a phone call. The second person said, you don't sound very courageous here. You know, pick up the phone. The third person said, you need to call them. The next person said, it was really oh, neat. There's a theme here. Yeah. So like, yeah. is this avoidance behavior? Come on, you wiener. How many... How many, that wasn't very nice, I'm sorry. How many listing appointments are you going to have by the end of the week by writing notes? You know, it's going to take three days for the Pony Express to deliver it, yeah. you know. Anyway, then there was a conversation about, well, you know, what you should do is apologize. You know, tell them you're really sorry you haven't followed up, etc. So, like, two or three people said that. And then came this beautifully strong woman who said, I don't really ever like to apologize or admit that I was at fault Absolutely in a business situation. Not. Yeah. <laughs> I know. 
So I don't think that's what you should do. Um, and, and so then here, what if you said something like this? Now you gotta be you, but what, what if you said something like this when you called? Hey, Frank, I was just thinking about you. I'm, you know, I'm expanding my business or I'm building my business and I've been prospecting and I was thinking, why am I talking to people I don't even know when I know Frank and Mary Beth? I just haven't talked to you for so long. How the heck are you? How's Juliet? I bet she's driving a car by now. You know, be happy. Be energetic. Tell them I'm on the hunt for business. And I would love to work with you folks again. I, I still count you as my customer. Don't apologize. And don't write a note. Dial the darn phone. By the way, after you dial the phone, you could write a note. As long as it's after hours, not prime phone dialing time. Anyway, I just love that. And I love the connectedness yeah. with your parade of techniques. What's your Ask the Experts today, well, Michael? Well, I, I wanted to comment on that Oh, as you're well, going to cause... comment. I think the the approach is I miss you and I want to catch up. Yeah. Not I'm so sorry I haven't talked to you in so many years. You yeah. Know, that that that's weak. Agreed. And it's it sounds tentative and apologetic and you know. Yeah. But hey, I miss you and I love that. You're the kind of why am I talking to strangers? <laughs> I love you people. Yeah. Be yeah. you when you're calling, and that's I think the most powerful thing that Floyd ever taught us. Yep. is be you and stay on track. Create a track rather than a script. Love it. What a, that's a the flip of send a thank you note. Nothing wrong with sending thank you notes. Yeah. Nothing at all. That's very Just don't do that instead. I'm so glad that we don't prepare for these calls. I know. <laughs> <laughs> well, here's my Ask the Experts started off with this st this saying. I'm sick of sending out football schedules. Oh. What else can I do? Okay. And, you know, Kevin sends, sends out football calendars all the time, but she added the local team to her calendars this year. Oh. And she also added another conference team because she's in a college town. Uh, so I, I found that interesting. That's a way to mix it up. Appeal this, to a broader yeah. populace. But this question came from someone who says, I don't even follow football. I don't even like football. Oh. And I'm sick of sending out football schedules. What else can I do to send out to my sphere of influence, my book of business? And so one person said, well, do a survey. Find out what they're interested in and send that out. I thought that was kind of interesting. And she got some other good ideas. Uh, and then it was my turn. So I wanted to find out a little more about this because just because you're tired of doing it doesn't mean it isn't working. Right. So give me some facts. How how long have you been doing this? 15 years. Every fall, out go the football schedules. Okay. How many do you send out? It's 350. Okay. Who's doing the sending out for you? Is it automatic? Uh, no, my son, I get them printed. My son puts them in the envelopes and mails them. He was me. four when he started. I, uh, <laughs> I, I print out the labels and he puts the envelopes together and sends them out. Okay. How much does it cost you to print the calendars? $350. They're about a dollar each to print. 
and how much is the postage? Uh, right now it's about $275. And how much are you paying your son to do all that work? And that got a chuckle. <laughs> I give him some walking around money, you know. All right. So, so far in the last couple months since you sent out the most recent batch, what kind of a return are you getting on this investment? Now, you might be sick of it, but is it worth doing? Right. And here's what's happened. In the last two months, two clients. Oh, wait a minute. There was a third one. Oh. But he was from 14 years ago. It's a client that came back to her because for 14 years he's been expecting to get a football schedule in the mail and has. Okay. Three clients in the last two, three months. How much commission have you earned from those three clients? <laughs> I love it. Okay. $17,000. Let's see. About $600 in expenses to earn 17000 You know what? I don't care if you're sick of doing it. Keep doing it because it's paying off. Now, we're going to ask you to do something like that before the business breakthrough to do your source analysis, to do your return on investment analysis. So when you come to business breakthrough, you've got the facts and figures and can make smart decisions about charting a direction for 2020 so that your vision is clear. That was nice, Michael. <laughs> thank you. And thank you for listening. Thank you for listening. We love doing this. And if you need us, give us a shout. Thank <laughs> you.